All right, welcome to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We are going to be diving into all of the latest news from Google. We just got done watching Google's big Pixel unveiling from California, and Andrew and I are going to be running it down. Google unveiled the new Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL smartphones, plus a new premium Pixelbook laptop, new Echo Dot and Apple HomePod rivals, plus some magic translating earbuds. Yeah, that's true. Those were cool. <laughs> they, they were very cool. And a new AI-powered camera called Google Clips, which I'm calling the sleeper hit of the show. Okay, we'll see. We'll see about that. Plus, we're going to talk a little bit about Sonos as well, which is going all in on Amazon Alexa. So stick around for all of that coming up this week on GeekWire. Okay, so Andrew, first off, the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL. Let's yeah. sort of set the stage here because in a lot of ways, this is the final piece of the smartphone market for the holiday 2017 season. Mm -hmm. You've had Apple and Samsung come out with their big unveilings. Now Google comes out with the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL. What do people need to know? What are the basics and, and what do you think about them? Uh, there's, I mean, these phones look great as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's, it's really weird. Like Google made a point in saying today something that I thought was very true and very honest. And that is that these phones come out on a yearly basis from everybody, not just from Google, but you know, everybody's releasing these phones on a yearly basis. And we're at a point where there's not much you can do from a hardware perspective to make these phones a huge leap, you know, from last year to this year. There's just not there's not much more you can do with that form factor of a slab of glass and metal in your hand. So a lot of the magic of these smartphones has to come from the software, has to come from not only the software built into the phones, but the software on the cloud. And Google, um, probably better than anyone else, is able to kind of leverage that with the Google Assistant and machine learning. They've really gone all in, as they said, on, uh, on AI. So these phones are really powered by... By that, it's all about Google's AI, the Google Assistant, and that kind of stuff. The hardware is nice. Don't get me wrong. They were able to accomplish things like uh, what do they call what do they call the mode? I'm forgetting the mode. A portrait mode. Yep. They were able to accomplish portrait mode by using a single camera. Whereas Apple, it requires two. Right. Or even Samsung. Samsung has something they call live focus. It's the same thing. But they need two cameras to accomplish it. And Google, through machine learning and all those algorithms, is able to accomplish something very similar in both the rear camera and the front camera using one camera on each side, which is, I think, a big accomplishment. So just the basics here, the 5-inch Pixel 2 is going to start at $649 yes. for the 64-gigabyte model. Uh, the 6-inch Pixel 2 starts at $849. Pixel 2XL. Uh, that's right, Pixel 2XL. That's that right. I don't like because pretty much every other smartphone, but when they have those two sizes, it's $649 and then $749. It's like a $100 difference. Like Google's right. putting a $200 difference there. I'm not sure why because they also uh, made mention, and I thought this was a little bit of spin, they said, we don't set aside features for our larger phone. In other words, you know, Apple and Samsung say, hey, if you buy the small phone, you get this. If you buy the big phone, you get a couple extra features. But, like, you get a second camera, for example. And Google's like, we don't put, we don't save features for our big phone, which is spin to me because, okay, then you also don't get a secondary camera that you can use for telephoto or wide angle because you choose not to use the extra space you have in your big phone. So, um, but you're, but you're charging $200 more for your big phone, and everybody else charges $100 more for the big phone, which does have more features. That's a little Interesting. weird yeah. to me. Now, it's only available through Google on Verizon, uh, but at the same time, you can get it for other carriers if you buy it. Uh, it's unlocked. unlocked. Yeah, so you can go to the Google store right now. You can buy it 
from Verizon. You can buy the Verizon version, which is interesting because Verizon can't lock their their phones by law. They they bought a huge chunk of Spectrum a number of years ago, and as part of that deal, um, they were told they could no longer lock their phones. So if you buy a Google version or if you buy a Verizon version, either way, you're getting an unlocked device. So yeah. take that for what it's worth. A couple interesting things that I thought. Um, number one, they dropped the headphone jack. That's right. So this is just a USB-C. USB-C. Just they, like the iPhone. That's right. They are including a dongle in the box. So if you do have traditional headphones, you can still plug them in. But I, as I told people a year ago, when Apple dropped that headphone jack, um, I told people, next year, expect to see Google do the same thing. And here it is, Pixel 2, no headphone jack. That's number one. Um, but also, there were some interesting things about the software where they said we have these things that we've built in that are exclusive to the pixel now google with android has typically used the term stock android which means their phones their first party phones have no customization this is just here's android pure no changes and now we're starting to see them say hey we're adding things to our android experience on our smartphones that it's no longer pure Android. It's no longer stock Android. If you want stock Android at this point, you have to go with the essential phone because that is stock Android. And Google's first-party phones are now getting customizations. But that makes sense to me. Yeah, regular listeners to the podcast will see in the feed a uh, episode with a local entrepreneur who was not happy with the essential phone mm, okay. stock Android experience. There you go. So, I was wondering how that segment yeah, was going to go. Yeah. Like, this phone is not great. I don't know what you're expecting here. Yes, exactly. No, he's selling it on eBay. That <laughs> was that go. was the gist there of the go. story. Funny. So it's interesting that that comes up here. Do you think people should uh, think about the Pixel 2 in a different way because Google is building things on top of it? I, I personally, so so many people on the Android side of things, this is like the fanboy thing though, but they say, I love stock Android. I need pure Android. And... Well, one reason for that is because a lot of these companies that, that edit the interface do it in a very poor way. Like, I don't like Sam the way Samsung customizes Android at all. I'm not a big fan of that. LG, I don't mind it. HTC, I don't mind it. I think you need to have a differentiator for your device. And, you know, I said it last year, and I'll say it again this year. The Google Pixel, the original Google Pixel, that was Android's iPhone. Like every other Android device kind of specializes in some, it has the specializing in something. And the Pixel is more of, it's more generalized. Like everything is very good and it's competing. You know, if you're an iPhone user and you're going to switch over to Android, the Pixel is probably the thing that's going to best lure you over because it gives you that a very similar, uh, they take care of you in a very similar way. So, I like that they're adding those customizations in there. I think it's a good thing to set your phone apart from others. That's what competition is all about. It's not about, hey, we just have this. No, nope, it's just stock. Just, you know, whatever. No, don't do that. Customize it. Make it, you know, good for people. Make it something that's easier to use for someone new to the platform, et cetera. So I think Google did a great job doing that with the new Pixel 2. Excellent. Okay, so let's move on to the next announcement, okay. which was the Google Home Mini. Uh, this is uh, a, essentially a, a new competitor 
to the Amazon yeah. Echo Dot. This a is weird. a $49 device. Mm-hmm. So they're basically taking the Google Home. They're following Amazon's footsteps here. Right. Taking the Google Home and miniaturizing it, turning it into a little speaker that'll sell for basically the exact same price as the Echo Dot. I thought the Echo Dot was $35. Am I Did they drop the price? I, know I might they, be they've wrong. Been, they've been playing they around with They do a lot of sales the, all the they, time. They do. So, okay. But for $50, um, I mean, it's it's fine for $50, but the differentiating feature here has to be the Google Assistant versus yeah. Alexa, right? It's not about the hardware. The hardware is just a set of speakers that communicates with the cloud and then uh, a, rather a microphone that hears you, you communicate with the cloud and the speaker speaks back to you, whatever it is. So is the Google Assistant that much better than Alexa, I don't know. I don't know if I mean they seem pretty similar to me. I have a Google Home and I have Alexa devices in my house. Um, they seem very similar to me. I'm assuming this is their way of kind of getting people into their. They're trying to make an ecosystem here. Exactly. Like Amazon has its ecosystem, but no phone. Apple obviously has its ecosystem, and Google. You saw today they even with laptops and everything. They're trying to create an ecosystem that keeps people locked in to the Google way of life. And it seems that if you're a loyal Android user and you're thinking about these things, you use Google services all yes. the time, you're gonna be more likely to get something like the Google Home Mini, the Google Home, that makes or sense. the Google Home Max, which is the other device that they launched today yes. as an alternative to Apple's HomePod. Mm-hmm. It's a $399 speaker uh, that is essentially kind of a, a premium audio experience, very similar to what Apple announced with the $349 right. uh, HomePod. HomePod. Yeah. We, have, we were having a good time today with you guessing prices yes. before they were announced. And you were like always way I was like, <laughs> off. Like you thought Google was, was Amazon for a little while. There. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> exactly. So I was my guess on the Google Home Max speaker, uh, which ended up being $399. I was guessing $250, I so think. You said $169. Did I say $169? You said $169. <laughs> I said that's a little low. The HomePod is $349. Then you said, okay, $249. Yeah, I'm surprised they went higher, higher the, price the, than, than the HomePod on that. Because, I mean, it is a bigger speaker, but speakers aren't just about size it's really about sound quality so it's going to be interesting to see they both launch in december the the uh, google home max though comes with one year of youtube red so youtube red includes ad free youtube but also 12 months of youtube music which is their unlimited music server so you are getting a pretty decent value there because that's a you know 10 bucks a month that's 120 dollars um, of free unlimited music you're getting with the google home max i'm very excited to try these both out Very cool. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about on Geared Up from Apple, Sonos, Google, and others. We will be right back on Geared Up on GeekWire. All right, welcome back to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We are running down all of the announcements. We're running down all the announcements from Google this week, which came out with really a flood of news related to its Pixel lineup. It's made by Google lineup. Mm -hmm. Phones, speakers, and a notebook. Right. The new Google Pixel book. Pixel book. This is really interesting this is to terrible. me. It's terrible. Okay. It's, so here's the, the, the <laughs> backdrop here. The Chromebooks originally came out as really low-cost competitors to, right. to Windows PCs, essentially. They got a lot of traction in places like schools. In fact, by a lot of measures, Google is now the dominant PC company, essentially, in yeah. a lot of schools, especially in the U.S., because right. of the cheap Chromebooks. I'm, my daughter uses a Chromebook at home. It's you know great machine from Acer. Now, here with the Pixelbook, you see Google essentially extending well beyond that 
budget approach. This yeah. is going to start at $999. It's going to go all the way up to about $1,650, depending on configuration. I mean, what? I wouldn't pay that much for a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You wouldn't. No. That is true. Plus, if you want to get a pen, it costs an additional 100 bucks. Yep. So this is a premium device. What I saw today was nice. It was high end, but it really made me think, like, if I'm going to be spending that much on a computer, I'm probably going to want a MacBook or, yeah. or perhaps or one Surface of the new Surface or, devices. Right. Or a Lenovo, a ThinkPad. I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of the ThinkPads. I mean, I'm gonna, if I'm going to spend 1600 bucks on something like that or even $1,000, i am going to get something much nicer. So uh, is that your main problem with it? Uh, I don't know about nicer. I mean, it looks nice. It's a nice device. It has, a glass, it has glass in the cover. Who wants glass in the laptop cover. When you say the cover, you mean on the back? Yeah. yeah. Like you drop your laptop. Yeah, and that it, is. Oh, whoops, I'm, my, my laptop shattered. I'm sure no. that it's probably some sort of really sturdy glass. Well, whatever. That Apple break. said they put the strongest glass ever in the iPhone 8 and it still cracks. So, yeah, but I mean, you're paying $1,000. Chrome OS is a web browser operating system. Yes. Okay. You're I love not, it. We're running not, it on the screen behind us that's right fine. now. That's fine. All I'm saying is. You're not doing Photoshop. Mm-mm. You're not editing a video right. on your $1,600 Chrome that is Pixel the, That book. is the issue. Now, they did release a premium computer a few years ago called the Chromebook Pixel. It was also pretty expensive. Um, it was also just a web browser. Like I, You're paying for a web browser. The only differentiating feature that I saw here, okay, and I'm talking about charge. Like It does fast charging. You can charge it from 0 to 50% using fast charging USB-C. That's fantastic. But the only differentiating feature that I saw that no other laptop can currently do, they're working with, did they say Instagram? or Sna- It was Snapchat, where you can, you can somehow use Snapchat from the browser. You can't do that in Safari or Chrome on another. It was Snapchat. Okay, so Snapchat will be optimized for the Google Pixel Book. Okay. I mean, I'm not buying. I'm going to pay $1,000 so I can Snapchat from my Pixel Book? No. I'm not doing that. What is this? (laughs) So based on your assessment, it sounds like this thing is not going to be taking over the world here. No. It's not taking over schools at $1,000. It's not taking over the world at $1,000. It seems like a misfit. See, this is where, like, for example, you know, you would expect somebody like Amazon to come into the smartphone market with a budget device. And that's sort of like what I would expect from Google in PCs and computers. I expect the budget approach. I mean, what you can, if you want, install Linux on this. I mean, if you want some positives, you can install a real operating system like Linux. You're not going to have a lot of all the the software support that you do on any other operating systems, but you can install Linux. And it will run Android apps, so you can run full Android apps on this thing. But again, you want to run Android apps, buy an Android phone. I'm not paying $1,000 to $1,600 for a web browser. (laughs) Okay. That's terrible. I love it. I love it when you start ranting, Andrew. It's perfect. All right. Okay, so that is the Google Pixel Book. $999 $999 to $1,649. Are you getting one? No. Okay. I always got to ask. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I love the Chrome, uh, the Chrome, the Chrome bits. That, that is yes. what I love. Not they the never Chrome talk about cast. that thing. Why don't, that is to me what they should be doing. Not the Chromecast, not, but the Chrome bit. These are the things. They're tiny little computers on something that looks a little bit bigger than a Chromecast. Mm-hmm. You plug them into the HDMI port. We're using them on the screens here behind us. You use a little USB dongle, and you've got a keyboard and a mouse nearby, and it's it turns your uh, large screen display 
into a computer, into a Chrome OS computer. I, why, why aren't they going after that? I don't and, know. Like building that up. I, I don't know. It, to me, it's, it's a great little, great little device. I agree. All right. So again, that is the Pixel Book. Now let's talk about these. These are the new Google Pixel Buds. Pixel Buds. What a name. <laughs> so these are the new wireless headphones, yeah. he- earbuds. Yeah. Now, what, what's your take on these, Andrew? These are cool. So when they first showed them, I was like, okay, they just have, I mean, there's so many of these wireless earbuds out there now, and these aren't the true wireless ones where there's no connection between them. It's two earbuds connected by a wire. They're Bluetooth, so they don't connect to your device. Um, but what made me perk up, so, so to be clear on that, they connect to each other behind your head, essentially. That's right, yeah. But they, unlike the AirPods, you know, they they are connected to each other. So, like the AirPods connect directly to the phone, independent Bluetooth. Yes. So uh, without a wire between yeah, them, there's no yeah. wire between the two AirPods. Um, but, but these, these connect via Bluetooth yes. as well. But they are connected to each other. That's right. And so they were giving them. So all the controls are in the right ear earbud, Pixel Bud, if you will. And one of the things you can do, though, yeah, this and now, cool. now this, it's cool, but it requires both people, I believe, to have a pair of these on. Mm. So you're gonna have to carry an extra pair around if you want. You know, what I mean, what are the what's the likelihood you're gonna run into someone? Is that wearing the case? These? Did the other guy have them on? I think so. Okay, I don't know. I think so. Though. Okay, we need to go I back and check case. that. But they started speaking to each other in their own native languages. She was speaking which was Swedish. Different. Okay, so she was speaking Swedish. He was speaking English, and they would hold down a button on the pixel bud and speak the pixel bud would hear what they're saying and then the other person wearing their pixel buds would hear what they were saying in a translated language no i think on the demo it worked through the pixel phone oh even better okay yeah so like that's cool that's my understanding okay maybe i was missing that we need to go back and watch it this is what happens when you do a hot take right after right uh, right the event ends we haven't been able to go back but that would make sense though the the gist is you can use these headphones to do real-time translation from many languages to many other languages which really unlocks all sorts of cool possibilities that's cool and if it works with the phone that's even better because then you know you're way more likely to run into someone with an android phone than you are that's wearing a pair of Pixel Buds. So based on our report, the headphones work feature, they feature a built-in translator that works with the Pixel. Okay. Oh, Pixel so, specifically. Yeah. So there's another Pixel exclusive feature then. It's not just any Android device running Oreo. It has to be the Pixel device. Yeah. Still, very cool to be able to just walk up to someone, speak in your own native tongue, they hear you in their native tongue, they answer you in their language, and then you hear it back in your language. That's... That's the future. So those are the Google Pixel Buds. They'll be available starting in November at a cost of $159. Okay, not bad. So that that is that is one of the latest announcements from Google. We are running down all of the news from the Made by Google event uh, where they unveiled a phone, two phones, speakers, and a very interesting camera device, which yes. we're going to get to next. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. All right, we are running down all of Google's announcements. We just got done watching the live stream of the Made by Google event from California. And the last announcement of their event was one of the most interesting to me. And in fact, I do think it was my favorite. It's a device called Google Clips. It's powered by artificial intelligence. And it's essentially a camera, a tiny little camera Mm -hmm. with a stand and the ability to clip it to a variety of things, which I guess is sort of the double meaning of of clips. $249, hands-free. It can work as a stand. But the cool thing is that the AI, the artificial intelligence inside, 
kind of mimics what you would do as somebody taking pictures. You look for familiar faces. Okay. You look for people with their eyes open, smiling, and it takes little video snippets, little live photos, essentially, right. that you can then use. And the idea is that instead of doing a selfie or having somebody else take your picture, you just set this thing down. You clip it to something. They showed it like being clipped to a bag of flour and uh you get yourself you get yourself in the photo as well as others and and it'll the fascinating thing to me is how well does this thing actually work yes exactly because there have been there have been there have been okay so there have been these types of devices before but none of them with the you know powered by the google assistant and google machine learning algorithm and all that stuff so that is a pretty big deal and goes back to what google was saying earlier about um it's not about the hardware anymore it's about what's powering it on the back end. So this is a really good example of that. There have been these life-casting cameras in the past that you'll clip onto your shirt and you'll go about your day, and it'll try to figure out like cool things that are happening and take pictures or little video clips. But this takes it to another level, or supposedly, we haven't tried it yet, takes it to another level by figuring out, you know, Google knows you. All the photos you've uploaded to Google Photos, it knows, okay, these are the special right. people in this person's life. We can facially recognize them. Um, this is what a baby looks like. So this is a, a babies. People usually want pictures of those things. So let's take a picture of this toddler who's walking and stumbling around. We can see it's a toddler. We can see it's stumbling. So it's probably just learning to walk. Like all these things, Google knows. And this camera is supposed to be able to recognize. Now, we don't know how good it's going to be. We don't know how you know high quality it's going to be. Even if it is good at recognizing people, are the pictures going to be high quality or the video is going to be high quality? But it's intriguing to say the least. It's also kind of, I don't know, it's kind of odd. Like I, I do have some questions like what's the battery life on this? Yep. If I clip it onto something, um, how long is it going to last? And I don't know, it's kind of, this is kind of like to me, and I, don't, I forget if they said, I think they, all the machine learning, did they say it was on this? On the device, okay, good. essentially, okay. yeah. So, and that was really part of a privacy theme that they right. talked about, which harkens back to Google Glass and the mm -hmm. whole issue that they raised there with people sort of creeping other people out wearing right. those things because they're not sure if they're being recorded. Mm -hmm. And they were very clear, like, this looks like a camera. There's a light that goes on when it starts. And right. you could tell that Google had learned the lessons of Glass in rolling out this new device <laughs> That's good. clips. That's good, because I was going to say, if this thing was just constantly just recording and sending clips to Google, it's like the next ver level of like Alexa, which is always listening. And you're like, what is what is Amazon hearing in my house? If this was just constantly recording and sending clips in your house to Google, that'd be weird. But so it's all on on device, so you don't have to worry about your your photos or videos. Well, the machine learning constantly. Is. Yeah, yeah. But it but it is sending these things to Google Photos though, because it said like it'll you can go in and see what it took and add it to Google Photos. So that's still going to be the storage mechanism. Uh, for the photos, so are you are you picking one of these yeah, up? Two fifty, yeah, definitely. I, this this looks really cool. I, I like this concept. I like the idea. You know, do you remember what you what you predicted this would cost? Yeah, it was I think I was at like one twenty five. No, it was ninety nine. You said sixty nine dollars. Sixty nine dollars. That's 69 true. Sixty nine dollars, and then I responded this, this by saying a, it's going to be two fifty. You did, and, and, and it was boom. It was two fifty. You know, it's funny. It's kind of like you know, my dad is into uh, my dad is a souvenir wholesaler. Okay. My dad's, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. and so yeah, he does Bigfoot souvenirs. If you walk into a souvenir shop with my dad, he can look around see what's going on, sort of check the place out, know what cities he's in, and look at a coffee mug and, and say, 
that coffee mug mug is going to be seven ninety nine. You pick it up and it's seven. Wow, you were like that for gadgets, wow. Andrew. That's me. That's me. I mean, I've been doing this a long time, uh, but no, I mean, this is very cool. This is very cool. Like, I I want to see more of this kind of stuff. This is like putting technology to work for you, and and simplifying the process of getting. You know, whether it's nice photos or videos or really anything, it's just, you know, you put it out there and it does the work for you. That is important. That's what technology should do. That's right. This is the one thing that they announced today where we couldn't say, oh, this is like AirPods or this is like Echo Dot or this is like HomePod or, you know, how does this compare to the iPhone X or Samsung Galaxy S8? This is the one thing that is an actual, I'm sure there's other things like this out there, Mm -hmm. but in terms of the the big tech companies, what they're coming out with, this looks unique. Yeah, yeah. Everything else they announced was Google's version of yes something else. And I'm not, it doesn't mean that they're copying anybody. Everybody but, has their own calendar. Exactly. Google comes out in October. Apple does September. Um, Samsung is usually August. So a lot of people will say Samsung announced in August. So whatever Apple announces in September, Apple's copying as if Apple had three weeks to right. copy everything. <laughs> and then Google comes out, you know, a couple weeks. Like Google's co- no, no one's copying each other. This is just their their calendar, their time frame. But it but since Google is last, it is kind of like they're releasing their version of this and their version of that. But but with the the clips, this is their this is their own thing, and I I think it's it's cool. I'm just curious how many people are going to buy one because it does. So the two things that I think go against it are number one the price. I do mm-hmm. think it is kind of high, and number two the size. Like usually people don't want to pay a high price for something that they think is easily losable. So that we saw that with Air, remember AirPods when they were first announced. Oh, I'm going to lose. Apple announced these 150 dollar. Things. everybody's just gonna lose them this is terrible and i was like just be an adult and don't lose your stuff which i've still have yet to lose any airpods that i've had for almost a year now um it's the same thing though it's it's small it's clippable it's gonna be clipped to something that a child might take it and you know things like that so you, you that's the only thing i'm curious like how well will this do in the market um i think the technology in it sounds really cool I just want to. I, I want it to succeed. I want to see where it goes. I'm curious um, what's going to happen with yeah. it. Yeah, I guess you could call this sort of like a GoPro in some ways. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong in saying that, but it, but it's more focused on sort of live stills versus. Yeah, it doesn't have video. a screen. Well, yeah. it'll also do video yeah. clips, but it doesn't have a screen, so you're not going to take right. it and like see what yeah. you're doing. But I guess you could clip it to like yourself. Yeah. Go skydiving or whatever. Clip that it would to probably your kid work. or your dog. There you go. Yeah, they said it's they said it's optimized for people with pets and kids. Yeah. Do you really need that many pictures of your pets? Like you're <laughs> clipping people, this, yes. clipping this to take. Well, you could say the same thing about. Do you pets? really need that many pictures of your kid? Eh, I guess. <laughs> I guess you could. I guess you could. All right. <laughs> so that is Google Clips. It's two hundred and forty nine dollars, and that's one of the pieces of news that Google announced today. Um, I want to do a quick gear change before right. we uh, before we switch m- gears. end the show. So let's switch gears here on Geared Up. In addition, today Sonos announced a new device called the Sonos One mm-hmm. with the ability to speak to Amazon Alexa. So it has essentially Alexa built in, built in to the speaker, and you're able to essentially control the device using Alexa. I like that. So it's so it's basically um, it's like an Amazon Echo. But w- way better speaker. But the th- the cool thing about it, though, is that Sonos, it's not just Alexa. They're launching with Alexa, but they're adding Google Assistant to it as well. Um, they're adding Apple AirPlay 2 um, sometime in 2018. So th- what they want to do, 
Sonos wants to be uh, agnostic. They've been agnostic with music services. Like you can pretty much use any music service you can think of. It'll work with Sonos. They want to be the same way with these voice assistants. They want you to be able to use, you know, Siri or Alexa or Google Assistant or Bixby or really anything you can think of. They want you to be able to have that with Sonos. So the Sonos One is the first product they're releasing that does that. And it, it, I, I imagine it's akin to the, uh, the Sonos Play One. It's a, a smaller speaker. It's not a Play 3. It's not a Play 5. That's right. It's not these bigger ones. And I imagine they'll be releasing the larger versions with this functionality as well. But if you're a current Sonos user, the cool thing is that they're also releasing a software update for those where they're not going to build Alexa into them, but you can control them right. with an Alexa device. So if you have a current Sonos speaker and you have an Amazon Echo, for example, you can ask Alexa to play whatever on your Sonos. Play this song on my living room Sonos, and it'll start doing that, which is also very cool um, because that's just a free software update. That's right. So Google Assistant is going to be coming in 2018, and in addition, Apple will be- Apple AirPlay right. 2. Yeah. Yes, which is, that's not Siri. AirPlay 2 just allows you to play music to the Sonos speaker without actually using the Sonos app. You can just use whatever app you want to use and just AirPlay it to the Sonos speaker, which makes it much more convenient. Okay. So very interesting stuff from yes. Sonos as well. Absolutely. So you're basically getting all this control through voice assistants. All these speakers are starting to adopt the various uh, digital assistants and, yeah. and allow you to just conjure up your music with your voice. Right, right. I feel like we're in a weird place right now. I feel like we're like we're headed towards something, but we're like in the middle, like when the internet was first coming out. I feel like we're in AOL era right now yeah. for for the smart stuff. Yeah. I don't know where we're going, but it, it, it's very exciting right now. I mean, we're about to go to Mars, by the way. I mean, just to switch gears again, yes. Elon Musk is like, hey, we're going to Mars in like four years. Get ready. So I'm just reading this. It says, available today, current Sonos owners also get voice with Amazon Alexa through a free software update yes. to existing speakers. But do you need another, do you need a, an Alexa device, yes. like an Echo, to yes. control the existing speakers? That's correct. The existing speakers don't have a microphones mic. built okay. in. So you would use Alexa to play music Got to it. a Sonos versus using the Sonos with Alexa built in itself. Got it. And that new device, which has Alexa built in, is priced at $199. it will be available at uh, October 24th. That's called the Sonos One. Right. So $199, Sonos One, with Alexa built in. We have $349. For the Apple HomePod with Siri built in coming in December, and then three ninety nine for the Google Home Max, right, which is also coming in December, and that includes twelve months of free music. So that's the landscape for premium audio. That's listening. correct. That's All correct. Right. Yes. Okay. Thanks for sorting that out with me, Andrew. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. So until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Thanks for listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. Talk to you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gearlive and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.